Hey friends, can I tell you a life truth? That every challenge, change, and situation you've experienced has a purpose. Now, what's also true is that sometimes there's some pain associated with those challenges, but there's also some hope. If you stick around, let us help you navigate those painful moments with joy. I'm Ashley White, the host of Joy on the Journey podcast, a weekly podcast all about defining, finding, and maintaining joy on the journey of life. I am so excited to have with us my good friend, Jasmine Ogintuka. Y'all, <laughs> my brain, the name. Mm. It's I okay. Was, it's I was okay. trying. <laughs> you did good. You did good. Jasmine is an educator, advocate, and author of Pain, Pieces, and Peace, a self-help guide that will give hope to the hopeless, provide food for the soul, and spark thought-provoking change. Jasmine, thank you so much. Thank being on the podcast. You. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. When I got the call, I was shocked. <laughs> really? This is my first podcast. Very first podcast. I've been on radio shows, but this is my first podcast, and I'm excited to be here. So oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Y'all, we're in for a treat. So as I mentioned, the podcast is all about defining, finding, and maintaining joy. So let's hop right in. I'm curious as an author, a lover of words, mm-hmm. <laughs> how would you define joy? I think when I really think deeply about it, I define joy as writing. Mm. Like for me, it's a release and it's instant, like an instant outpour. So if I'm carrying something, I pick up my pencil and I write and I, feel immediate joy just from it coming out Mm -hmm. and onto the page oftentimes I feel like I carried a lot of stuff around for a long time so being able to write helps me find the joy wow and have you always been able to find peace and joy in writing no because there are times when it's too painful to put on the page Mm. and so Sometimes I do carry it around because not necessarily that I don't want the joy. It's just it's too painful to even get out. And I don't know if there's joy on the other side of getting it out. Wow. I'm sure that you're speaking to a lot of people that are carrying things deep inside that they're like, whew. (laughs) <laughs> if I if I open that box, yes, then what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. And so I want to ask, I want to press forward because you've already talked about, you've already spoken with such transparency and vulnerability. And it's that same raw honesty that you shared throughout your first book. 
and you've described it as an open letter toward healing. Why was it important that you shared your healing journey publicly? I think, well, I know for sure that I want people to see me and know that it's okay to struggle and it's okay to go through all of that stuff because there's purpose in it. Mm -hmm. You know, you get to a place where you start to feel like no one's going through what I'm going through. Like no one could be facing depression in the way that I'm facing it. Mm -hmm. And so when I wrote the open letter, it was like, Hey, I'm being honest. I'm being raw. Like life you might see pictures online and think, oh, she's got it going on. But I wanted people to, to to be able to read the book and say, man, she's been through something. She's overcoming it. And that could be me, too. Mm -hmm. And what has been the response? The response has been amazing. Mm -hmm. um, people have supported me in so many ways. I wrote the book, and, and in the beginning, it's dedicated to Baby Jazz, which is mm -hmm. they used to call me a long time ago. And then I dedicated it to uh, broken girls who, you know, been through a lot. But the people that have read the book, it, it's been men. It's been women. It's been little kids. It's been, you know, everybody. Like, people are like, oh, my gosh, you wrote a book, and it's so good. I couldn't put it down. And I didn't think it would be a big deal. <laughs> I know I, I've always wanted to write a book since I was like 10 and um I knew that I would write a book at at some point okay. but I didn't know what it would be about I, I knew I would do it and then once you do it it's like okay like you did it but I have been I've wanted to do it for a very long time but it just I didn't believe it that I could so let me ask that what sparked the desire or even the dream to write a book. So I am a reader, a lover of books. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, podcasts, mm -hmm. uh, book club. This is, this is I, I just love books. Um, and I envision myself, my book being on a bookshelf. Mm -hmm. So, um, as a kid, you would go to the library and you would look for a book and, I've always thought, man, I could one day my book is going to be on the bookshelf. And I just kept it in the back of my mind. And, and I started writing this book 10 years ago. And I just kept I just kept writing. I, I saved the word documents. I write in. I have journals that I write in. And so I, I was always writing this book. I just didn't know when I would write it. <laughs> yeah. That's I didn't know that. Yes. Not a people. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's not really public. I didn't know that, and that spoke to me. And I'm sure that speaks to a lot of people. That you, God gives you a vision or a dream. That, but it takes a long time to manifest. A long time. How did you not release it? Of, okay, after year one. You're two, you're three, you're four. And it's one thing when you were a child, right? Like, yes. Okay. Big dreams as a child. Yeah, big dreams. <laughs> yes. Okay. But then once you become an adult, how do you not put away those dreams for bills? For, yes. You know, how do you not put it away and just. So 
that's a great question. And it's, it's hard because, you know, we have responsibilities. And even when I was writing the book, there were days when I literally told the, the my writing coach and the person who helped me publish the book, I was like, I'm done with this. Mm. Like, I'm not, I wrote her like, Hey, we're, you can keep the money, financial contribution. I'm, I don't want to write this anymore, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get it out of me. Mm. Like I would go to bed at night thinking about this book. And even way back, um, I, my major was mass communications. So I had goals to become, you know, Oprah and I love writing. And so I would write for stories. I was a newspaper journalist at at one point internship. And so every single time I pick up my pen to do something that wasn't related to telling my own personal story, I feel convicted. Wow. I feel God saying, okay, oh, you're going to do this for work, but you're not going to do this for the story that I told you to write. And I just kept saying, okay, God, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it at some point. I'm going to do it at some point. And then finally I got to a place and I went to this, uh, this writing conference and the title was you want to write a book, write it now. And I was like, Oh God, here we go again. Like here's God again. He kept showing me write the book. And I was like, I really don't want to, you know, sometimes you just being disobedient and you don't want to, I, I wanted to write the book, but I also knew that what it required, mm. like it was going to require time. It was going to require me to, you know, stay up late at night when my family had went to bed. It was going to require me to, you know, not go on a trip. It was going to require so much that I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I go to this event and uh, Cecilia, uh, one of my good friends, she put the event on and she said, if you don't tell your story, the people that need to hear it will suffer. And I have not been able, after that, I was like, well, here we are. I got to write the book. And I wrote it. And so even when I wanted to quit, I wrote it because God kept telling me to write it. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) It's, it was a lot. That's if you don't write your story. If you don't write your story, the people will suffer. And when she said it, it's almost as if what God had been doing to me and what God had been showing me was I've been with you all of this time and you're not going to tell the people how I healed you or how, how not, not even how I healed you, but how I kept you, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I really went through a lot and I think that people, there's not a lot of people saying, you know, I'm suffering from depression. I mean, now it is, Mm -hmm. but, you know, people are still kind of hesitant to go to therapy. People are still kind of like, I don't know if it's going to benefit me, but I wanted to be able to show them like, Mm -hmm. it's rough. And on the other side of, after you go through the rough part, there's peace, there's joy um, but it takes you doing the work and it takes you being obedient and it's sometimes painful and sometimes you're just a mess. <laughs> I mean, a total mess, mm-hmm. but on the other side, it's joy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. I, I, wow. Um, I have so many questions. I don't even know where to go next. Okay. <laughs> Wow. It takes courage to release 
the hurt, the pain, the anger. You mentioned therapy. Was that your first step? I think writing was my first step, but, but I was writing secretly. Like Mm -hmm. no one knew about it. And then therapy was my second step. Really like the, the, the step that propelled me to move forward Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's great to tell your friend that you're going through something and your friend gives you advice, but to, to have someone that is not biased, you know, um, my, my therapist, she is, uh, she believes in the faith. So to, you know, go to her and she's like, you know, what the scripture said. And then you talk to your friend and she like, you know, we can ride out on them. And I'm just like, (laughs) that's not what I needed. I needed my therapist to bring me back and say, you know, God is going to, Mm -hmm. before I know the plans. And I'm just like, okay. So therapy for me was the beginning of a whole new chapter. Mm. Like, I feel like it unlocked a new level and I didn't. Oh, I love that. (laughs) It it was a new level. It was because once you go to therapy and it's like, you're going to keep doing that same stuff, Mm -hmm. but you realize why you were doing that stuff. And you realize that maybe I haven't healed from that pain. And so for me, when I went to therapy, it was a whole lot of things that I needed to unpack, Mm -hmm. but I had been carrying them around in the back seat of my car and at any moment I might reach back there (laughs) and you catch me on a bad day Mm -hmm. and I might tell you a few words. And so going to therapy helped me see that I was suffering from childhood trauma. It helped me see that, okay, you know, you do have some anxiety. Mm -hmm. It helped me see that, you know, um, I've had situations happen in my life that have, kind of shaped who I am but I'm trying to say like the the thoughts that I had was based on my experiences right so when I was experiencing suicidal thoughts all of the things that had been happening to me from a a baby Mm -hmm. was just like stacking up like it was all of that and and I finally reached a point where I could no longer carry it Mm -hmm. and that's where I that's why I went to therapy yeah that's beautiful and I, I hope that um, our audience that is watching and listening is free to know that they are not alone, um, that therapy is not a sign of weakness. If anything, it is the first step or the second step to regaining your strength. For sure. Of hitting that next level. I love that. Yes. <laughs> of unlocking that next level of potential of purpose. Um, I love it. And what you've shared that every single painful experience, we have an obligation to share our story to help free somebody else. Yes. So thank you for sharing so much. (laughs) I have to also ask, as you've transformed and are continuing to transform, what do you love about the woman you've become? Oh, I love that I recognize that. Let me go back. So I love when I look in the mirror and see the growth. Mm. So I know where I was two years ago. Mm-hmm. And 
being able to say, man, you know, I've grown so much and I'm still growing, but I love that I'm able to see just that. Like I look at my pictures from two years ago and I don't recognize myself. Mm. Like I'm, I'm a different person. And so instead of me getting frustrated or upset, I I take a moment Mm -hmm. and I say, okay, God's going to work it out. Um, I I don't think I share with you that my son, he has autism Mm. and it's challenging it's it's so challenging um and i love him i mean with with everything in me and so being able to see myself the mom that i am now and the mom that i was two years ago Mm -hmm. it's totally different Mm -hmm. it it was um just a lot and now that i have grown it's still a lot, right. but now I know that God mm-hmm. is going to work it out. You know, I'm, I'm able to, okay, pause for a second and do some self-care, some deep breathing. And so I love that I have transformed into this new person, even though it's sometimes still yeah, rough. I love that. And thank you for sharing about your son. And I would love for you to speak a little bit more and encourage a mom or even a dad that may be watching who has recently gotten a diagnosis that their child or children um, has been diagnosed has been diagnosed with autism or is somewhere on the spectrum. What piece of advice have you received that you're like, thank you, that you would like to share um, with them? Um, I'll share that um, people have shared that, it is challenging. Mm-hmm. And so I was sitting there for a while, like, am I the only one struggling with this? Gotcha. You know, um, there's a, a, a lot of people that are speaking out about autism. There are resources that are out there, but for me, I needed to process the information. Mm-hmm. Like I needed to sit with it for a while. And so anybody that's, you know, that that's your story or, or you're facing that, it's okay to pause and mm-hmm. ask the questions and, you know, um, get the resources. But what's not okay is to not do anything about it. Mm. And that was me for a second. Yeah. And I have people in my circle that was like, no, we're going to do something. And I had to lean on them because I didn't have the strength to process all of the things that they were telling me about my son, but it's okay to ask for help. Mm. And so I have a friend who she's a, a diagnostician. And so when, when AJ, we get paperwork and I called her, Hey, I just got this paper. This is what they said. Can you explain it to me? Mm. And, um, for a while I didn't want people to know that he had autism and it was like, I felt shame, mm. but people have, um, help me understand that you don't have to do this alone. Yeah. And so for anybody that that's their story, like there are people that will help you just ask or share or be open. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, um, power in, you know, working together and having people that has your back or support you. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I, your message is so universal, no matter what's your challenge, what your pain point is, mm-hmm. is to get a village. 
get a team of people that will undergird you in support and prayer and resources not not the folks that are just going to talk about you <laughs> and fast and pray fast and pray yes help help me with this yes <laughs> um what do you know that's yes. gonna help me uh get through this help my family with yes. this i love that thank sure. you now when jasmine <laughs> came in today i did i knew about the book pain pieces and peace and then she said I got another project. So tell me, (laughs) or tell us about the new project. So I have been working on a journal for a very long time. So I wrote the book and I knew that I wanted to have something to follow it up. And um, in the book, I talk about, you know, sharing your story and Mm -hmm. all of that. So the journal is um, on the way. There is, um, let me just pull it out. It's an an affirm. It's going to be an affirmational journal, affirmation journal, mm-hmm. um, just to help people with their daily life. I feel like therapy has uh, taught me that you know, being uh, waking up in the morning and not fueling or or pouring back into yourself mm-hmm. isn't good. <laughs> so you know, some people listen to music in the morning, but for me, I listen to music and I also write. So setting my intentions for the day. Um, the book also has quotes. Some of them are quotes from the book. Some of them are quotes from uh, songs. And so it is on the way. Um, this is the first time that I'm actually telling people or talking about it. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking so, news. Um, <laughs> it's called Pieces of Me. And so people will have um, their own journal to just write about whatever. I mean, yes. there are some pages where they can uh, write to a person. There are some oh. blank pages and, you know, this is something, if you don't want to tell the person, you can write it in this journal. If you just want to release mm-hmm. something, this is the place for it. So, Pieces of Me, it's your, it'll be everybody's personal journal. Oh. Yes. Oh, bless you, sister. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm excited about it. That's another thing that I've been holding on to, but God keeps bringing to the forefront. And I'm going to get it done. Like, I'm... I brought it on the podcast, yes. so at some point, I'm I'm gonna get it, get it done. All right, you're now. gonna hold me to it. We're going to hold <laughs> her to it. Yes, absolutely. So our time, unfortunately, is coming quickly to a close. I don't know where the time goes. It goes so fast. But we've spoken a lot about the past. We've spoken a lot about the present. In the next few moments that we have remaining, let's look ahead. As you seek the Lord and you are fasting and praying about the next phase of your joy journey, would you dare share where you could envision the next five years for you, your family, your business um, going? So in the next five years, what I know for sure is that I'll be helping people. Mm. I don't know the capacity, what God wants me to do, but in the forefront, he keeps saying to help people. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I want to be doing that. Um, the long-term goal is to be able to empower, inspire, um, motivate girls and people who, who need that motivation. Um, 
I'm going to continue to, you know, work on self-care and heal. Um, and ultimately, I just want to have joy, like, around me, in me. Like, when I walk down the street, I want people to know, like, man, God did it for her. He could do it for me. Yeah. Um, and I just want people to know that it's okay. Mm-hmm. So like in the next five years, I want to be saying the same thing. Like, it's okay. Like everything's going to be fine. And I, right now I, I trust God and he's at the forefront of my life. And so that same thing will be at the forefront, but also I want to get to a place where I don't even think about it. Mm. I don't even think about like, Oh God's going to work. Like I would just want to just know in my deep within, like any challenges, no matter what, that he got me. Yeah. So oh, I, I want to continue to strengthen my faith. Oh, I love that. Yes. And I believe <laughs> that for you. Yes. Oh, I believe that for you. Whew. I believe that for you. Y'all, if this has blessed your life in any way, please place your comments um, wherever you can, your takeaways. Jasmine, please share with the good people where they can find you and um, your books. Yes. So <laughs> I am on Instagram at Oh, That's Jasmine. And I'm also on Instagram at Dear Jasmine P. I am a content creator sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you guys can follow me there. Uh, the book is on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, anywhere that they sell books, um, reach out to me and you could get your book autographed. Um, yep, that's it. <laughs> and the links for everything will be in the description. Thank you again so much. Thank so, you so much. for having me. Absolutely. Um, till we gather again every single Thursday, may God increase your joy, grant you strength for the journey, and grant you the courage to tell your story. Bye, friends.